and welcome to Twats. It's the Theatre Workers and Technical Staff podcast. This is episode five of season two. Wow, it's really going quickly. Uh, it's the podcast in which I talk to people who work in the technical theatre industry about they, how they got in, their experiences and and uh, any advice they can give to anybody getting in. Uh, thank you for the continued downloads. It's been great, great um, seeing all the feedback that we've been getting uh, click like and subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family, tell anybody who is interested in, in theatre and anybody who's not interested in theatre because it might get them interested in theatre. Um, if you want to drop us an email, it's uh, com. Facebook is Twats Podcast, Instagram is Twats Podcast, and TikTok is Twats Podcast. And without further ado, let's get on to our next guest. I'm here with my guests at this time. If you'd like to introduce yourself and what is your current job title? Hello, I am Janie Robinson. I am the number one sound or head of sound on Wicked London. Excellent. How did you get into theatre, Janie? I loved theatre when I was a kid. My dad um, always took us. And I did a stage management course when I was 18 at a drama school called Alra, which I don't think exists anymore. I think that's gone. Um, And then I started working in stage management. So, yeah, that's how I started in theatre. Excellent. Uh, so you uh, you loved it from a young age. Did you ever want to be a performer or was it just straight into the backstage? I so think I always did. I think everyone did, especially in the 80s, 90s. Everyone, that, that's all you thought about. There wasn't a lot of knowledge about technical theatre at that point. Um, and I loved singing, I loved dancing. But actually, I think I've got too much stage fright to do it professionally. I think I would be awful and that's fine. <laughs> I have made my peace with that. We're all good. Oh, good. Uh, did you any other training? Uh, so I did stage management for six years, as in working, and then I went to America and trained in audio um, engineering, I guess. There was a few different courses, but let's say it's that in a recording studio. I did that for a year, and then I came back to yeah. the UK. Where was that? Uh, that was in Maryland in um, the U.S., Oh, yes, obviously. The <laughs> <laughs> U.S. is America. Uh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry, it's on the East Coast um, by Washington, D.C. Lovely. Uh, what was the name of the place that you went in Maryland? Oh, sorry. It was the... Uh, um, <laughs> the uh, hang on. This is, a, this is quite a mouthful. The Omega... Um, oh, hang on a minute. The Omega School for Apply... Oh, I can't remember. It was the Omega Studios school it's got a really long name that i um i would have to look up omega in maryland there yeah, you go there we go <laughs> there you go that's all you need to say it was omega <laughs> um what was your first job in theater my first job in theater was as the asm on the pantomime in st albans in 2000 i was the asm but i was also the body double for the wicked witch when she turned into a hag <laughs> yeah. Oh, what you had to do as an ASM. I know. And there was one time, so we had loads of smoke. So, you know, where we did a little switch over, there's, you know, loads of smoke. So no one could tell until one day the smoke machine broke. So it was very obvious how it was done. <laughs> I remember uh, I did a panto in Malvern, and there was uh, the, one of the ASMs had to be the crocodile in Peter Pan. The joys, the joys of stage management, isn't it? Well, that wasn't the only acting ASM job I did. I did quite a few, actually. Well, let's go through some of them. Give us a list of some of your jobs. Uh, oh, 
Um, do you want me to go through all of them or just some? No, just some of them. Highlights. So I, my first acting ASM job was... Oh, I'm trying to remember now. Oh, it was a, a production of The Tempest where I was... I went to see that. Did you? Were you on tour? Yeah. Yeah, I went to see that yeah. in Nottingham with uh, Richard... Yeah, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Yes, Richard Pryor. I was a nymph. Uh, I had half my face painted blue and my hair. And so I was on for a scene every night, but I also understudied the other nymphs that spoke. But I was part of this little dance, not dance, movement thing where we stood on stage and then had to drag a carpet off, you know, one of those. Yeah, obviously. Uh, yeah, that was, yeah, that was that one. And then I was also did of Mice and Men. Where I was the understudy for Curly's wife. Lovely. That was it. Uh, a lot of tours, a lot of uh, a couple of Shakespeare's. I did. I went to South Africa with a little show. That was good. And we did Belgium for that one as well. That was just a two-hander. We'd started in Edinburgh, and that was one of those um, jobs where you're doing everything: stage managing, um, doing all the wardrobe stuff, everything. Or was Sound. it? You started in Edinburgh. Was it a fringe show? Yeah, it was a fringe show. And then the following year, we took it to Belgium, and then we went to South Africa for three months, which was amazing. Um, and then, oh, just little bits here and there, all sort of short shows, really. Um, I did, my last show of stage management was Buddy, the Buddy Holly story, and that was a tour as well. Excellent. And then, of course, you went into sound. Yeah, then I went into sound. Uh, and actually, I've only had three jobs in sound. Uh, <laughs> well, no, actually, technically, technically four. four. Yes. I came back and was very lucky to get... The, I started depping on Wicked. And then in my first week there, I was offered the number three job, which was amazing. I can't, couldn't believe my luck. You know, fantastic. I was there for three years. And then I moved to Les Miserables, number three again. I was there for uh, seven years, I think. Snap. Yeah, it was seven years... Which included one mortgage, two babies. There you go. Uh, and then back over to Wicked for number two and now number one. So are you the only person in the world to have held the number one, the number two, the number three, and the debt position on Wicked? I think so. I mean, there I you could go. be wrong if someone... That's, that's in the Guinness Book of World Records. Everybody should know that. <laughs> that's, a, that's a question if I ever heard one. Um, what would you say has been your favourite job? My favourite job. There's been so many that have been amazing. But do you, do you mean experience within the show or do you mean the actual show? Oh, well, your experience. Your, the one your you experience. look back most fondly of. I did love touring. I really enjoyed that moving around, even though most of mine were in and up in a day. So weekly touring, which was exhausting. But I think when you're in your 20s, it, it isn't as exhausting. No. It's just, you just do it. It's what you do. You just get on with it. Yeah. Um, oh, there have been so many. I've made such good friends along the way. But I, I don't think I could pick one. I know oh, that's not the That's point. all right. That's Sorry. fine. That's fine. No, you've enjoyed them all. That's the best. That's a good answer. Well, <laughs> um, now, um, uh, being being a woman in the industry, have you ever come across any issues? Anybody holding you back? Anybody not allowing, uh, not giving you uh, opportunities because you're a woman? Yes, absolutely. And I think most people have. I feel like we are getting better. 
but we haven't been great in the past as this is a very or was traditionally a male-dominated industry and a lot of people still especially the sound side of it yeah especially well yeah that's what that's kind of what i meant yeah the sound part of i guess and lighting as well and a lot of the technical bits but i have definitely had times where i have been looked down on for being a woman and had opportunities withheld because of that as well but to be fair i know that there are other times when men have not got things or been held back because they are male as well from people wanting uh you know to balance their department say yeah for it to be equal or they want an all-female sound team because it's an all-female show yeah those sort of things so I think it's better. I think there are still those things there. I have been victim of it, but it's, you know, it. you have to use it to fuel change. You can't let it... Fester. You can't let it fester. It can, because it's so damaging to keep it there. You have to use that to pivot and do something about it rather than just accepting it and letting it fester yeah oh good um what would you say are the pros and cons of working in the theater industry cons definitely antisocial hours currently i work a full weekend and i have kids in school so that is very tricky and childcare is also trickier in the evenings um and if you don't have family, that's tricky. Um, and it is full on. And a lot of the time, you can't just leave it in the theatre. You take it home with you. Th- those are probably the most of the cons. The pros are, I've met some of the nicest people ever working in this industry. I've made some really great friends. And I think you don't come into this unless you love theatre and you love what you do. And yes. As we said many times, it's a lifestyle, it's not a job, it's a lifestyle choice that you have to make. Absolutely. And it is a choice. You you can it's, I guess it's easy to say you can go some you know, leave if you want to. I know it's tricky to to leave. Yeah. But it's you know, it you you want to make people feel something is what I always think it's about. You want people to feel joy, or you want people to feel um, that emotion, that the sadness or despair, or whatever you're trying to create on the stage. That's what people are coming to watch, and you want to do the best job you can to make them feel that, because that's what being human's about. Oh, very nice. I like that one. Um, what would you say is a common misconception of work? Somebody trying to get in the industry of what they think the industry is compared to what it actually is. Glamorous. There you go. <laughs> it's, it's one of. I mean, it, you know what? It's always one of the two things. It's either glamorous or that it's easy. Yeah. Well, it's not easy either. No. And especially getting in. I think that is what I always think is really. It, it's hard to get in as well. Once you're in, as long as you're a nice person and work hard, then you can stay in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say glamorous. Although you know you do have the times when it's you know you're um you know there's a 
prem not premiere there's a press night or something and you can get you know you go oh yes this is very glamorous and lovely isn't it but anyone who's ever worked backstage in any theatre anywhere will know that it's very far from being glamorous <laughs> good thank you uh, finally what advice would you give to anybody who's trying to get into the industry um, you can say don't no, that's I'm fine <laughs> no, I've had people say don't no I'm not going to say don't it's great it, you know I've loved uh, I'm not even going to think how many years I've been doing this 20 something years that I've been working I've loved it um, how can yeah. you have been working for that long when you're only 28 well, I know <laughs> um, I would say just keep going keep keep plugging away if you get rejection after rejection just keep going because you're going to get rejected you get rejected letters all the time just have to keep going someone said recently it's not rejection it's redirection that's nice which it is nice and you go okay fine I didn't get that job let's try for the next job let's try for the next job let's keep trying let's go and you know try and make those connections just and and when you get that chance make the most of it don't don't you know ask the questions don't be afraid that people are going to think oh I'm asking too many questions no you're not going to ask too many questions if you're asking you know you're interested keep asking the questions be nice you know, yeah. be be and yeah, be enthusiastic. I think that's something that I think is yeah, it's important. It's very important. Good, lovely, and that's everything. Thank you for joining me. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you very much to Janie for that one. I really enjoyed doing that one. Uh, it's nice to see Janie again. Um, I hope you enjoyed that one too. If you are, want to send us an email, any criticism, any praise, any questions, we're going to have that round table at the end of this season. So any questions would be greatly appreciated. It's twatspod at hotmail.com. Uh, Facebook is Twats Podcast, Instagram is Twats Podcast, and TikTok is Twats Podcast. Um, we're looking forward to next week, another great guest coming up next week, and indeed in the next seven weeks. I can't believe how fast this season is going. I can't believe we're on, on episode five already. Uh, yes, hope you're enjoying it as much as I am. And uh, until next week, I'll see you all next week. <laughs>